All right, all right, that's right. What's up? We are live. We are back in action, attacking your speakers from the field to the bleachers. It's the third and three podcast, ready to move fast as we theme for week 13. Third and three is proudly presented by the Sports Column and brought to you by Reebok. Check out Reebok's deal of the week by going to third and three podcast.com and get that holiday shopping done early. Brand new fleece hoodie, zip up style. You can rock the sweatshirt hoodie. We got discounted prices over there for you. Again, third and three is going to hook you up. Just go to the homepage, a little click action, you're in. Plus, like all the kicks that you want, new deals on the Nano X1s, training shoes, the Legacy Lift, the workout sneakers, and all that great stuff that Reebok's got to offer. And we are going to offer you tonight, most likely, hopefully, as we are waiting on our guest, all right, uh, Pat Williams of the formerly of the Bills and the Vikings, is going to be joining us, having a little technical difficulty, but we're going to get through it. So before that, obviously, let's go to the regular host over here, the peeps. What's up, Nikki? How are we doing tonight? I'm good. I'm feeling good. Feeling... How, many shows, how many shows do you do this week, Nikki? Oh, so... I don't know. I'm losing count. I have to do one right <laughs> after this. Because, you know, whoever made the NFL schedule decided to shove all these rival games at the end of the season. And so, of course, you know, everybody wants to do like a rival show. So... Uh, I have to go head to head with my friend Rio over here again. He already came on the Monday night show, but wants to battle me again. Commanders Giants. So, hey, that's what we're doing hey, tonight. Yep. And they're all big games now because it's crazy. Yes. We're in the home stretch. Week 13, dude, this is like not cool that it's week 13 already. I'm very unhappy about this. I mean, it's great that like, you know, we all crave for the playoff, you know, action D. We're ready for it. We want our teams to get there. We want to see the best teams in the league, but at the same time, it's like we're getting closer to the end of the season, and that sucks. Yeah, not always. It's bittersweet because we're getting better and better football. Like this week, the games this week is a really good slate. Like it's a lot of really good games there this are. week. Yeah. So when you're starting to get to this stage of the season, you're going to get the best versus the best when these rivalry games. And we're getting some unexpected good ones. Like she mentioned, Giants, Commanders. We didn't expect that at the beginning of the year to be a good game. Oh. <laughs> so that's a that's an unexpected one there. So. It's a bittersweet, like you said, but I think it's more on the sweet side, especially for someone like me. I could just forget about my team. I don't have to worry about the Saints anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I can just, just follow the rest of the league. <laughs> no doubt. That's true. You can enjoy everything. You don't have to worry about just one team and being pulling your hair out like Nikki yeah, is going yeah. to be doing and I'm going to be doing for the yeah. rest of the regular season and likely into the postseason. Although, Nikki, I don't mean to rag on you right now, but you know, since we're going a little bit off course here, how do you feel about the Giants right now? Because I got to be honest, if I were a fan, I'm like, the arrow could be pointing down. And that, I don't know, it's a little scary. I mean, what's their schedule like coming up? What, what do you think? Um, Yeah, so Commanders and then, wait, no, Commanders twice, Eagles twice. we got the Colts in there. So it's going right. to be tough. I would assume if they want a legit shot at the playoffs, they're going to have to beat the commanders at least once. So it hasn't been a great couple weeks, but Brian Dable told everybody yesterday, look, season starts now. We're playing meaningful games in December. I, you know, it's been like what, eight, nine years since that's happened. So um, I think they might be re-energized. We are just decimated with injuries. We're getting some guys back now. So um, that is going to certainly help. I'm really, really, really hoping that we can get Daniel Bellinger back Evan Neal, this offensive line is so sorely missing our wonderful blocking tight end for Saquon Barkley. So I think getting some of these guys back is going to re-energize the team. And hey, like I said, playing meaningful football in December, that has not happened in a long time. So yeah. listen, if we end the season with seven wins, it's we won four last year. 
So I'll take the seven. <laughs> well, Nikki, hey, speaking of getting guys back, we just got our guy back right now. He is in the house, Mr. Pat Williams, 14-year NFL veteran, three-time pro bowler with the Vikings and played for the Buffalo Bills. When you're undrafted, you come out and you get mad, man, and you play your best football. And that's what this guy did over here and made a great name for himself. Pat, we're so glad you can join us tonight, man. Yes, sir. Glad to join y'all, man. I, I was having all sorts of problems. We're <laughs> <laughs> well, here now. That's all that matters. We knew you yeah. weren't going to bail. We knew it's, it had to be technical difficulties. Like, all right, we got we got to get going. But you know what? He's going to be on any minute. So we're glad you're here, bro. We appreciate it. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah. Beautiful thing, man. So, yeah, we started, uh, you know, kicking off with Nikki's Giants. Damien is a Saints fan. I'm a Niners fan. Obviously, you know, you got your Vikings going on. And I, I understand that. I respect that. I mean, you and you and Damien, forget about it. You guys have a lot to talk about as far as playoffs go. There's no question, uh, you know, in, past, in, the, in the past and everything. But, yeah, let's rock out. Let's get into a few things, man. Um, I want to talk to you about a lot of stuff and with the NFL going on right now. But, just, I wanted to get into one thing, like starting with your career and stuff, if you don't mind. I mean, you, again, started out with the Buffalo Bills, and you know you're on a really good team. Obviously, it's after the Kelly and Thurman Thompson, Thurman Thomas years and everything like yeah. that. But it's '97. You get there, um, you start really getting your shot after a couple of seasons, showing what you can do, and then you become a full time starter. So I'm kind of fast forwarding a little bit over here to when you become a free agent with the Vikings. It's like, when did you know or when did you feel that switch? Because when you got to Minnesota, it's like everybody all of a sudden knew who Pat Williams was. Even though you were doing your thing in Buffalo, yeah. when you got to Minnesota, you really blew up. And that's where you got this, you know, those three Pro Bowls. So did some was it a different team atmosphere or was it you just progressing as a player? It was different players there, and and I just felt and I just felt that love there. That they, mm. you know. I like that. And so it was, it was a different spot. I just felt different kind of love in uh, Minnesota. You see, that's interesting. And uh, I'm going to get around to that because I want to talk about the team in Minnesota, but I want my peeps over here to definitely get some questions. But atmosphere is a hot, means a lot. There's no doubt about it. I understand that. Kind of like when a quarterback comes in and you get a different feel for that guy in the huddle. I get it, yeah. D. I know what he's saying. Nah, for sure. Chemistry matters. And, you know, having guys around you that you truly want to play with definitely matters for sure. Uh, I wanted to take a, a journey back. So you originally from Louisiana, like myself, yes, sir. and before you went to Texas A&M, you played at a JUCO Navarro College. Yeah. And I have a, a two-part question for you. So what was your experience like in junior college, and would you advise high school players today who may not be highly recruited to go to JUCO route? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I tell all of young men that stuff, like, it ain't for everybody for to go D1 all the time. And so it's like different routes. I had to take that different route, but if I could do it over, I'd do it, I'd do it the same way. I don't care if I was a high or low, but I, I would do it the same exact way. Okay. And what was it about junior college that really prepared you for Texas A&M and NFL? Let me say, like, because uh, when I went to JUCO, it was different because when I went there, we was getting a lot of D1 transfers every semester. They was coming come to JUCO and then qualify and then transfer back to their college. And then once I went to Juco, I asked my head coach, I say, I just basically told him, I said, I don't want to start. Do I got an opportunity for the come play right away? And then he told me yes. And then and then I signed the contract. And I signed the deal with him. I said, that's all I wanted, coach. Tell me the truth. That's yeah. hell. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Go ahead, Nick. 
So, Pat, we are hearing, and and you kind of alluded to this, talking about like a different kind of love. So we're hearing, you know, rumors out of Denver that Russell Wilson's lost the locker room. In your experience, how important is it to have leadership in the locker room and have everybody buy in as a team? And if there's any disconnect, does that really truly affect you guys on the field? Yeah, yeah. It'll do. Like, if you don't have that, you know what I'm saying, one leader guy – Inside my room, it'll change the whole culture. And then you'll start getting this half over here, this half on the other side, this half there. So you got to have a leader because I was inside Minnesota, everybody came to me. So everybody, so I was the uh, spoken out guy there. So everybody came to me, asked me questions. I kept everybody like under control there. Like uh, we all was just loved there. Yeah. Have you been part of a defense like that where your offense was not performing and it was all defense and you guys are getting pissed off on your side of the ball and was it kept quiet or was it spoken about? How did that how does that go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of quiet, but you know what I'm saying? We enjoy playing defense. So I don't like my folks, I don't care what the offense doing. I say <laughs> offense kill three points. See, we got to hey the other team can't score, so we gotta stop them from scoring. So I know been that type of guy. That's and, an I attitude. The, uh, and I watched the sports center the other day. And I was watching the Jets quarterback. I say now him, like me and him would have had a problem. <laughs> yeah, 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 where he just said it wasn't his fault, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, trust he'd have been cussed out the next day. Trust I, I <laughs> Shit, they had a trade me or him. <laughs> yeah, what do you think that conversation was like in the locker room? I don't know. If, if you got some mean guys, just get some guys say something to him. But if they ain't say nothing to him, them guys crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Robert Sala probably would have lost his job or lost, uh, not lost his job, lost the locker room if he didn't bench Zach Wilson. He had to bench him there. There's no yeah, question. Yeah. yeah, I had to. No doubt. Okay. Uh, for sure. And uh, to get back to your playing career here for a little bit, you played for a lot of years, played in the trenches. Uh, who is the toughest offensive lineman you ever had to go against? Like, Ooh, it's about, uh, I think, the, it wasn't none too tough for me, but it was some slick ones. Like uh, uh Kevin Miles, uh, like he was real, real slick. The yeah, old school okay. Hall of Famer. So like out of, out of all of them, he was he was like the toughest one, slick. Like he was just slick because he was a smart guy. Okay. A smart old school veteran. And I played against against some Hall of Famers and all that stuff, but I think he was the best one. No doubt. Uh, we got a question from uh, Tyler over here. He's not, he says, uh, "Who's his fa- who's his favorite D tackle to play next to?" Was it? Oh, that's my question. The- oh, really? Right? <laughs> <laughs> was that the Williams brothers' time? Was that when when Kevin was over there? Was that you two, or was it a different time? It was Kevin, uh, like Kevin Williams, like man, uh, man, like brothers. And I played with Jerry, but I played with Bruce Smith too. Now, so yeah, it was, fun. It was fun playing with Bruce Smith and Ted Washington over there inside Buffalo. But but at the end of the day, like it was me, Kevin Williams. That's cool. That's cool. I like it. You know, let me ask you this about roughing the passer, man. I mean, damn. First, two-part question for you in this one. Yeah. One, did you get called a lot for roughing the passer, and was it BS a lot of the times in your mind? And two, you, when you look at it now, can you even imagine how are you going to tackle the quarterback? Man, man, it's crazy. I watch the games, man. It just it got a lot softer because, <laughs> like, like from Louisiana, my buff and Louisiana, when, and then, like, we played the Saints. They were killing Brett far. We ain't get no plagues. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They will kill him. So it's the game just got a lot softer. Now you just get a, you just touch the quarterback and, and they look at the real face throw the play. Yeah. yeah. It's terrible. It's kind of like if you just even look at the quarterback wrong, you're getting yeah. flagged. Yeah. 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 Feels like flag football out there sometimes. 
I was saying, what up to Courtney over there? No, it is crazy. Look, I mean, I'm all about protecting the players and everything, yeah. but I mean, we got there is a limit. And it, look, I, it, it almost instant replay for that type of thing. I'm almost all for it because we've seen it so many times where the a defensive yeah. lineman doesn't necessarily fall on him with all his weight, and it's not the intention. Yeah. I mean, they have to understand those type of things, man. But they don't get it. It's got to be impossible. It is because I think the Kansas City game when uh when I think Jones fell on one of the guys they called. Like he, like he couldn't stop himself. So I'm just yeah. saying, right. it's right. Yeah, that's right. 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 fast enough. Yeah, Pat, do you feel like? Because I feel like when I'm watching the game, I feel like every time there's a catch or anything happens, I'm like, oh my god! But is there a flag? Like, did they really get the down? <laughs> did they really get the touchdown? Is it going to be called back? I just feel like there's a flag on every freaking play. It's me. Yeah, yeah. It is. It just and I get frustrated watching games like sometimes. Yeah, yeah. exciting, and then they start throwing the flags and just slowing it up, slowing it up. Yep. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely crazy with the amount of flags they have now and how they play. And I guess that's probably tough for college students to transition to the league with the rules they have now. How was it for you back then? You came in undrafted. How was that process of transitioning from Texas A&M to the NFL? Like, what was your your biggest obstacle you had to overcome? It was kind of rough because my first, like, like we went to the league back in the day, it was like a hundred and some players in training camps. They like Ooh. now it's about seventy something now, wow. but it, back in the day it was like a hundred and something. And then, then my eyes would be because I was like seven string or something in training camp. I say, <laughs> I say, I say, how I want to do this, but but I just got my mind straight. So say, well, I got I got a family, I got some kids, kids. So so many guys is not friends. So I just had that <laughs> on my mind every day. So I just yeah. kept on grinding. We ain't friends. I'm gonna talk to nobody. I'm just trying to get it every day. I don't think people understand the hard work that actually goes into it. It's like, oh, they're great athletes. They go out there and they play ball. No, no. Like no. you guys are working hard, not just working out, working hard, going over plays and understanding what the other team's concept is. It's like it's like like going to school. It's yeah. the football is its own language. Like I've played, honestly, bro, I've played football with dudes who are dumb as hell in the classroom, but they are freaking geniuses on the football field. It's amazing to me. <laughs> Yeah, because every day uh, when I first made Buffalo, I was asking, I was asking, I was always asking Bruce Smith. He was getting tired of me. I asked Bruce Smith questions. How you, how you <laughs> because, because watching that guy, it was amazing watching how this, how he made the game look so easy. And then like he's yeah. always telling me, just keep on studying, young pup. It's gonna come to you. It's gonna come to you. Just, just keep on. And I ain't know what he's saying until years later. And then the game got easy for me. I was seeing stuff that, okay, all right. He was talking about this, so the game slowed up to me. And I was seeing stuff before it happened. So I said, okay, that's what Bruce was talk, like you were talking about every time. No doubt. I, yeah, well, I remember just, you know, the Williams brothers, the Williams brothers. I remember that so vividly in my head, yeah. so long, Pat yeah. and Kevin. I just remember you guys being – and, you know, you were on some really good teams, but what was maybe the best – who was the best team you were on? It was that uh, – it was that year we went to the NFC Championship and lost. And, uh, yeah, oh, man. So I'm sorry. Sorry that happened, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Coach <laughs> It's all coaches' fault. He should have kicked the field goal. <laughs> <laughs> there yeah. it goes. Yeah. I love it. I love yeah. it. Do those losses stay with you? Are there certain losses that just you never get over? They kind of always stay with you? That one right there because I ain't I ain't watched that game yet since I wow. oh we won't watch it. Kevin ain't watching like we can't watch that game. That's wow. Amazing. You see that that, got, that is something I got like on DVD, but we cannot watch. Oh, oh, I get mad. I get mad all over again. Do you think you'll ever watch it? No, uh -uh, I ain't gonna watch it. Nope. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, mean, nah, I, I get it. We, oh, go ahead, D. If you, I just wanted to ask you if you were like if you were excited when Favre got there. Like, how was that? Oh man, I man, having huh. far around them, man, it was, it was just fun, man. Far like a big old kid in the room. Seems like right okay. in. He came right in there, bling in. But I've been knowing Falk. I played against him a lot. I had sacked him. So, uh, me and Falk, yeah. he just came bling right in. And uh, speaking of that, like, who was your funniest teammate? I think my funniest. It was, it was, uh, it was Far because, because, because Far, he slapped people on they, he slapped us on our ass so hard, like, he catch off guard. <laughs> and hit you so hard, man, and that shit be hurting. I like it. Hey, we got another one from the from the crowd over here. Brian Jones, what's up? Brian's asking, who's the hardest quarterback you ever had to try to sack or couldn't sack? Like the biggest hardest one was Ben. Ben, like like a okay. big Ben is big. Yeah, ben, ben big. Yeah. And then I was I had sacked Ben one time. I said, like, damn, this guy big. Hey, but I, I got him yeah. down though. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, you're a pretty big, strong guy yourself. Yeah. So I, I know you can get, but and oh, I would see guys who try to wrap around his legs. Oh yeah, he, he just looks tough things. to bring down. He's always like escape artist yeah, and just like yeah, I would take yeah. like hey, five hey, guys just throw that down. Yeah, he's yeah. big. You played against some of the best quarterbacks like yeah. ever. If you think about it, we didn't include like Brady and Peyton in there and everything like yeah. that. Yeah. I played against Warren Moon or Cunningham, Steve yeah. Young, or Dan Marino. I played all the young boys. I played. I said, I play against the best now. I don't, I don't know these, court, these guys playing against now, but I play against, against all Hall of Famers. You, you did, bro. Man. You ain't kidding, man. You ain't yeah. kidding. Man. It was up to uh, Jake over there. You really, I mean, that's like the error. You know, but it's a great error right now, you'd have to say. I Look, I put Patrick Mahomes at, at the top. I think all three of us have agreed yeah. on that yeah. at, at this yeah. point. Yeah. He's the best quarterback out there, yeah. right? Yeah, Pat? he's the best one. He's the best yeah. one. He's something serious. Huh. <laughs> Hey, when you watch football today, is there any defensive lineman that kind of reminds you of yourself? I like uh, like old school guys. Like I like the uh, you know what I'm saying, John. I think uh, Jones and Simmons, the the uh, the uh, D tackle in the Tennessee Simmons down oh, there. Yeah. And then, yeah. and I like Jones in Kansas City. Okay, Jeffrey Simmons, yeah, he's he's starting to get more credit now. He wasn't getting noticed as much because he plays in yeah. Tennessee, I guess, or something like that. Yeah. But no, you get noticed that. But you get noticed more in places like Minnesota, where again you got noticed like crazy, and they're yeah. starting to get noticed now. But what are they nine into at this point? Yeah. yeah. So I gotta be honest, Pat, and we've talked about it on the show. I, I I truly I I don't believe that they are going to be a real true contender, but they keep proving me wrong. The problem is is that. The two losses that they have are pretty bad, and they're against yeah. the two top NFC teams right now in the Cowboys and the Eagles. And the Buffalo game really did not, you know, it bounced their way, if you want to say that. So does that worry you going forward? Like, okay, we had a really tough time with these really good teams, but yeah. we're winning these close games. But how do you feel about it? I love my Vikings and stuff, but but the only thing going to hurt them when they get in that playoff is their run defense. They they uh, run defense ain't good. Yeah, yeah. that's and, right. And then everybody's seeing them right now. So they run defense ain't too good right now. And, and if you're going against the 49ers who run the ball, Philadelphia who runs the ball, yeah. Dallas who runs the ball, yeah. I, man, that's going to be really hard. They need home field advantage. And you know what? I don't even know if that's going to save them. <laughs> and, and yeah, I know because I, I, I like Kurt, but I always consider Kurt a stat guy. Every time he's been at Watts, he always got he got good stats every year. But he, I, I, I always call him a stat guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I can you see. I I can agree with that. You know, like we we yeah. we rank Kirk Cousins on the show. We got him somewhere in the middle of the pack, and it's more yeah. of the you know more probably because he made more money than any other quarterback, which is still ridiculous. Yeah. But we don't have to get to that. 
Yeah, no, that's the thing. Like, you have to watch the games. You can't be fooled yeah. by just the stats. Like, there's important yeah. moments where you need, you know, third and ten, and they and the quarterback throws it five yards instead of going for that first down. Those type of things yeah. are the things that you hold against a Kirk Cousins, right? Because you're like, as a defensive player, I'm pretty sure it's frustrating as well. I know you weren't too worried about the offense, but if you had a quarterback who just wasn't getting it done, it got to be kind of deflating. I can feel that from like the Jets' perspective, or sometimes with the Vikings as well. Yeah, yeah, because because they, they Dallas game made man, I was man, I, I, if I if I could, I was trying to go through that screen and just Kirk and just choke Kirk Cousins. He just man, was, <laughs> <laughs> he got sacked at one time and just he just lost confidence. He ain't do nothing after they yeah. they'll get to him. He just just lost it. That's it. Wow. That's all right. So he's got to give credit sometimes where it's due. We got another one now for Tyler over here. Uh, if you remember back to this, um, you know, you again, you had Wade Phillips as your coach. Your thoughts on him going with Rob Johnson over Doug Flutie? I remember that pretty vividly when that happened. Yeah, you guys, that was a big deal back then. Yeah. Man, man, that, I think that cost us that year too because because Wade was trying to say the uh, Ralph Wilson said do that, but I don't know. Everybody was mad about that. Oh. I think we'd have the Flutie now. We went to, uh, uh, I think we'd have played inside the Super Bowl that year. That's the year when Titan beat us with that miracle dying. So this is more of a this came from ownership for Ralph Wilson. That it was his decision, huh? Yeah. Oh, so, that's uh, they say. So so we had to take what Wade tell us. He, he, he said Ralph said he'd do it. Wow. Okay, because I was a big Flutie fan, man. He made a lot of plays. I know that once in a while he, you know, he, these little guys, but you know, I was a huge Flutie fan, man. And you guys had it was another year. What what year was that? Uh 99 against uh, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that game is free. The Music City Miracle. He was part of that game. That's that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, he started that game. That's got. I think we'd have started Flutie with a one. Right. Oh, had no problem. Man. Last minute, the game would be over early. And how about so, the, how about? Go ahead, D. You go first. Go ahead. Oh, so when a coach says like someone from higher up, owner or GM, told him to do something, do you as a player kind of lose respect for the coach a little bit? Like, isn't this your job to? Put who on the field that you think is going to give us the best job to win or the best chance to win? Yeah, yeah, that's how I feel about it because I'm one of them guys, man. I don't like, I don't, I don't, I don't like nobody for the lie to me to tell me the truth. If I'm doing bad, let me know I'm doing bad. If I get better, so I don't like no coach for the say what the owner said. It don't matter. You the head coach, they pay you money, so you got to tell the owner. No, this all got and this guy yeah. we grows with. Yeah. For sure. I would definitely feel that way. Like if you come to me, like that's in, even like a regular job. So like, like your manager comes to you and says, well, the other manager said, we want you to do this. Like, why aren't you my manager? Like, <laughs> like dude, I'm supposed to be listening to you and answering to you. So I definitely understand that perspective for sure. We just saw Jeff Saturday get, get his first head coaching job and switch quarterbacks immediately. So yeah. Why, yeah, why can't yeah. that be done? Yeah. You know, I guess yeah. that means, see, that makes sense. All right. All right. Well, the Bills then, different story. The Bills now, you know, now they're becoming a team that everybody, I mean, everybody had them in the in the Super Bowl this year. If they didn't have the Chiefs, they had the Bills, that's for sure. Um, yeah. So no surprise how well they've been doing, but they've been stumbling. And I'm trying to put my finger on it, to be honest with you. I feel like Diggs should be doing better. I don't know if they're going to him enough at, in certain times of the game. The defense is not as strong as it was. And now Von Miller is out. So, like I'm wondering about the Vikings, I do have my worries right now about Buffalo because I look at the Chiefs and they are just so powerful everywhere again. Yeah, yeah. I feel a little Buffalo too. I feel, I feel like both of them guys. So I was, I was, I was at that Buffalo Bill and, and uh, Vikings game. So. Oh, we're losing, we're losing you on the volume pad a little bit. The volume's, the volume's still a little bit low on your side. Sorry. 
Can you hear me now? Yep. Yeah, now I can hear you. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? I see a little Buffalo, but they got to, for, for Buffalo to win, they got to be full screen. They got to have, like you say, Vaughn Miller. They got to have everybody back. They yeah. do. And they just got Javius White back, which is a huge thing. And then you lose Von Miller. It's like, oh, come on. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. Epineza is still out right now. You know, they, they're, they're missing some guys. And, you know, Josh Allen, you see, I looked at them like we talked about this a little bit when they beat Detroit uh, in Thanksgiving. He hugged Stefan Diggs after that game. It wasn't like he was happy. He looked relieved. You know, He's so right. I feel like, the, you know, like they're like, oh, <laughs> thank God we got out of here. Not like, yeah, we beat this team and convincingly like we should have. You know what I'm saying? But everybody tripping off Detroit good. People understand Detroit is good. All the things they lost been close games. Like Detroit good. They ain't bad. Hey, Detroit good. I agree. I you see. I, I I was the only one on the show actually had the guts to put Detroit in the playoffs. Oh, this here game. we go. <laughs> <laughs> I pick them all the time against the spread. They cover hey, like seventy percent of the time. I'm always picking them. Yeah, Detroit play hard now. Dan got them boys playing hard. Yeah, yeah, right. You got to respect that. Now, both of them had your Minnesota Vikings making the playoffs this year. We all thought that Green Bay was going to win the division, but what? Yeah, the hell we're wrong about that. There, right? yeah. <laughs> Not that wrong. I think Aaron Rodgers tapped that last week too. He, I, I don't think he was really hurt. He was. His feelings were hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> he figured he wasn't gonna get the job done. Said, "Let me go and play like some hurt my ribs hurting, and I'm about to go and go in." <laughs> <laughs> Like, all right, Jordan Love, go in there. Finally, you can give a shot. Listen, sh- finally. I said it last week. Can we see you Jordan did. Love? I mean, you know, come yeah, on. At did. this point, like, why not? How long has yeah. that kid been sitting? Three years? Yeah, three years. Yeah, for real. I see Aaron Rodgers. Hey, all right, you got your money. You can whine about it. You got your money. So, look, all right, just go on, Aaron Rodgers. Go on, get a young boy. Yeah. All right, see, thank you, Pat. Like, I can't stand the whining. Like, it yeah. just, it's a constant whine. I don't want to be here, this, that, the other. Yeah. Go, go host Jeopardy. Go do what you're going to do that. And every like, time that, if something happened bad, they got a excuse for him. Now they saying his thong was broke. I, I don't hear all that, dude. Yeah. I, when I watch the news, I don't hear all this stuff. I do not want to hear it. Yeah. yeah. And Once now he's that ribs, field, right? Man, I think yeah. he has a rib injury now. I said they make so many excuses for these players these, these days. I, I just hate watching those sports some of these days. They make so many excuses for them. Yeah. How, how much closer are you paying attention to the game now? You you are you all about it? Are you fully into it? You watching all the teams, all the games, everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get just different. I like watch it because it's more guys getting hurt now because they don't do training camp like we did. So yeah. you know, and I'm trying to explain to fans. I say, well, the players come in without banging or nothing, so they body ain't ready for that. So they going straight into games. Like mm-hmm. us, we like us, we was full pass in training camp, banging, banging, so our bodies be ready for the season. That's right. You know what? That's a very good point he brings up, guys, because you know what? We wonder why all the injuries – look, because we look yeah. at our fantasy teams and we got to replace somebody every single damn week. It's yeah. like, why is this happening? You know what? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, 24 you know, yeah. yeah. because, because the players' bodies ain't ready. Huh. Yeah. You see that? Nikki, I know you you know about that physical conditioning right there, so he's, yeah. he's on to something <laughs> with that. No, he is, especially, hey, listen, I mean, the Giants, I feel like every year we're like one of the most injured teams, and that Detroit game was so unfortunate. Um, You know, it sucks to lose, but then when you have, like, key significant injuries on top of it, it makes it even worse. But, yeah, I covered Giants training camp, and I was there all summer, and they they didn't wear pads. Like, they just kind of, yeah, you know? So by the time you get to September, those first four games look like preseason games, and it's just bad football, and everybody's Mm -hmm. getting hurt. And the turf at MetLife. You know, yeah. not great. Finally getting changed next year. Yeah, but people don't understand. We was a training camp. Every every aspect of the game that we have in the game, we do it live in practice. Short yard is live. Goal line live. 
907 mm -hmm. live. We doing everything live. I'm, I'm saying we just hit Agent, Agent Peterson. Like, like we just hit him. Like, yeah. like uh, we ain't care. Yeah. And, and, and the one thing I do wish is that they they had all spring training. Well, not all of it, but a lot of it indoors because we know about that heat exhaust, heat ex exhaustion. Excuse me. And I hate to bring up a sore subject, but Corey Stringer comes to mind yeah. when I think yeah. about that. You know, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't even know how you guys dealt with that as players, man. That has to be unbelievably tough. But, but man, but my training camps, I'm training camps in Minnesota. We had nice weather. I ain't, I don't think I had, never had no real, real hot weather down there. Yeah, it may have, right, Minnesota. You don't feel like you get, like summertime is probably like sixty degrees tops. <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it's it's just nice down there. You know, Buffalo had yeah. nice weather, and Buffalo, and then Buffalo, I played outside in the weather. So that's right. Yeah, that's right. Did you did you feel an advantage like in the conditions, or like if you guys you know playing in cold weather when you were in Buffalo, for example, that when you had playoff games or playing tough teams up there, like Miami was coming there in December or something like that, that you had the advantage. Ain't no people on ain't no advantage, man. You, 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 like you never gonna get used cold. to it. You got to you have to adjust to that. You ain't getting used to the cold now. I don't yeah. care what you say. <laughs> <laughs> to say. You ain't getting used to it. You got to adjust to it and, and get and gotta be mentally tough. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yep, that's that's very uh, true. Yeah. Now that's what I wanted to ask you about because like we both from yeah. Louisiana and I didn't experience real winter until I went to boot camp for the Navies in Chicago and went to the winter time and I realized I'm not about that winter life. Yeah. So how long how long did it take you to get used to that Buffalo weather? Like Buffalo was good, but you just you just hit it on point. The coldest games I ever played in my life was in Chicago. Oh yeah. and I played outside <laughs> and I played the Patriots in the cold, Green Bay, everybody. I played in the cold all the time, but the coldest ever in my life playing was Chicago Stadium. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty brutal. That is brutal. Yeah, and they're ridiculous. Hey, hey, they win come off that water right there on their stadium. Every day. Yeah. yeah. So who's the, who's the best QB you ever played with? Play with? Uh, I'm good. I'm put far up there. Yeah, right. That's true. Yeah. I like Doug Flutie and uh and uh and uh Drew Bledsoe. And Bledsoe. Were you with Dante at all? Were yeah, you, yeah. I played. With, I played. With, yeah, I played with Dante when he got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt that year. He got hurt. Right, right. Year. And were you with Moss for one year? I think. Yeah. Yeah, Moss was there, and then Moss came, and then Moss came back and, and left again. Right, right, right. He left again. Right, I know you've had all those weird incidents. He's doing great for himself right now. I love that. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, I'm proud of him. He's doing a really good job, no doubt, no doubt. We're gonna, hey, we got to make some game picks. You, you want to make some game picks with us? Yeah, yeah, we're doing game picks. Right. Cool. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, it is time, and uh, we actually have to give our uh, stats over here of last week. You know, we're, we are very competitive, Pat. Okay. <laughs> You each other, we're family, but we are competitive as hell. So we have a team record where we all drafted 10 teams this year in like a snake order. So okay. I took the Bills first, then Damian went, then Nikki went, she took it, so so on and so forth. Anyway, Nikki's teams, she's winning. You got 63 Nikki wins right now. Right. You're killing us. D, you got 54. I got 51. I'm in last. I'm not happy about that. But I'm in first, tied with the week 11 record. Uh, the, I'm sorry, the week 12 records. Uh, okay. Me, Damien, both got six. Nikki, you got three, and you both tied this week. You Wait, I got three picks, right? You no, you got. No, oh, I was gonna say that is the worst <laughs> I've ever done in three years. <laughs> oh this my week, god! No, this week both of you guys did great. You both went twelve and four. So you yes, really good we're good back. Week. We're back, yep. baby. We're back. Yeah, really good weeks. Twelve and four. I only went ten and six, but I triple locked, and you guys only double locked. So I get a little check for that. But no, you both win this week, so I'm out. Okay. And then. Man, Yo, Pat, the last tie? thing that we do is well, – I'm sorry, Nick, what would you say? No, I just hate ties. I hate oh, ties. Yeah, I know, yeah. 
Well, sometimes ties help. The ties help me in our fantasy football league right now. Thank God. I need that tie. But anyway, as, so we do this thing, Pat, real quick. It's called Freaky Fantasy Football Draft, where every week we draft a quarterback, receiver, running back, tight end, and a defense. Once yeah. we draft them, we can't use them again for the rest of the year. Golly. It's a lot of Imagine going through 17 tight ends. Like, what are you kidding me? But we do yeah. it. You got some it's bad, real, real bad defenses y'all drafting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I threw and that so in last like, year. I was like, let's do defense. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But it's it's still fun. So anyway, guys, right now, I did win this week. So when we do our draft, for our draft later, um, I did win this week. I had 77, Nikki, 68, and D. I don't know what happened. 37. We're weak. We're tough, tough week. Tough week. Tough. <laughs> So there we go. There we go with that. But let's do our picks right now. And I love that we are adding in a fourth right now. And we got a Pro Bowl making picks with us. It's going to be great. And I can't wait till we get to the first game, which is already his one of his former teams, a team that he started out with, the Buffalo Bills, on Thursday night against the Patriots. You got to think Buffalo is going to win this game. Are they healthy enough? Pat, why don't you kick it off? What do you think happens here? I think they're going to win the game. I think it'll be a tight, close game, but they don't win by three. All right. So it'll be all right. Yeah, D, he says it's a close game. I'm kind of thinking a close game also. What are your thoughts, bro? I'm going to go Buffalo 27-17. I know the Patriots offense looked a little better against the Vikings, but I still don't trust that offense yeah. uh, to, you know, the fullest. So I'm going to go Buffalo by 10, and I, I do like Buffalo minus four for the spread as well. Okay. All right, all right. Nikki, I know you're getting all about the spread also. What do you think? <laughs> Buffalo wins how much? Yeah, Buffalo wins. I, I also have it 27-17. Then the Patriots can stop the run, but they're not going to stop Josh Allen. So That's another thing, Pat, you have to know, that they either share a mind or they conspire against him. Because they <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, hey, they're way too much. You don't understand. They, they, they conspire. It's something they talk behind my back. I don't know how they do it, but they have all the same playoff teams. I swear to God. I mean, everything is <laughs> – you would if you were on that show that day, you would have flipped out. Never heard anything like it in my life. But I will agree, we'll make it a quad factor. Usually it's a trifecta, but it's a quad factor today. I'm yes, going sir. with Buffalo. How dare somebody call me now when I'm doing a show? I'm going with Buffalo also in this game. 26-23. I think that New England will keep it close because yeah. Buffalo is just a little unbalanced right now. I like to see him run the ball a little bit more. Yeah. But, but, you know, all right, let's go to our next game. We got Steelers, Falcons, which isn't really exciting, but for Atlanta, it is. They want to stay in the mix right now. I'll kick it off. Um, I'm liking what I'm seeing out of the Steelers the past couple of weeks, and I think they're starting to become more of a complete football team. And I think that they are better than Atlanta. They're playing in Atlanta. That does give them somewhat of an advantage right there, how loud the fans are going to be. But I think Pittsburgh will be able to run the ball. I like the way that Snell ran the ball, even when um, uh, Najee Harris came out. They're getting the ball to George Pickens and Dante Johnson. Uh, D, I'm going to take the Packers 20, uh, the Packers, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers 25-22. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to go Atlanta. I, I don't disagree with anything you said, though, about Pittsburgh. They've been looking better lately, but it was against the Colts on Monday Night Football. So you kind of yeah. take that yeah. with a grain of salt. But I'm going to take Atlanta 17-14 in this one. All right. All right. Nikki, what are you going to do? I'm going to take Pittsburgh 25, Atlanta 18. All right. All right, Pat, you can split the difference on this one. You going with Nikki or you going with us? No, I'm going uh, to Pittsburgh. I talked to my boy Dunbar, so he said he read it. He's D-line coach now. He coached me in oh, October, so, ah. so me and Coach Dunbar talk all the time. So I'm going to take Pittsburgh 21-14. Very oh, nice. So I like that. What's inside up? We got inside man. info nah, here. Now nah, I'm nervous about my pick now. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
We're talking to a pro baller over yeah. here, man. Yeah. Team all pro. Yeah, let's not mess around. Know? Yeah, I love it. All right, let's go, uh, Nikki. Why don't you kick us off with this one? This exciting game with the Broncos defense. Talk about it again. Going back to that team, no offense for Denver. It's just been ugly. They go play Baltimore, and you know what, Nikki? You know Baltimore has not been playing great football right now. I'm not yeah. sure what is up, but they are playing the Broncos. So is it a get right game for the Ravens? Yeah, I think so. I don't have a lot of faith in Denver right now. Uh, usually the Ravens bounce back pretty good after a loss. So um, I'm going to roll with Baltimore. I'll go 26-13. I'm going to lock it in. And this might no. be my last Baltimore lock because it's screwed <laughs> me a couple times. But I'm going to yeah. try one more time. I just don't know how the Broncos are going to score unless Latavius Murray breaks a couple in. I don't know if he can do that. I'm locking in Baltimore as well. That's two locks. By the way, Pat, we make three locks each. Feel free to make a lock if you like. Um, what do you think happens in this Baltimore game as they host uh, the Denver Broncos? I'm locking in Baltimore too because I ain't, I ain't got no, no confidence, in, no confidence in, in Russell Wilson. It's hard. <laughs> I mean, real quick aside, D, before you make your pick, how much blame of this do you put on the coach? Uh, if I was going to put a percentage on it, I would have to go 60% on the coach because some of the yeah. things you see, Russell Wilson's playing bad, but some of the stuff you see with like the clock management. And them just not knowing what to do. And some of the play calling, you got to put that on the coach. Yes. And, like, just not being able to make adjustments, that stuff is on the coach. Yeah. Pat, I think so, right? I mean, you, I mean everybody's pointing their finger at Russell Wilson, but you have to look at Nathaniel Hackett and the, and the rest of the coaching staff. I agree. Yeah, I agree. He said hey, he, he had everything right on the book. You got to put, put the blame on the coach because they, they mm -hmm. don't know how to – like, you know, game management, clock, they just do stupid stuff. Yeah. It's <laughs> Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. All right, um, well, D, don't yeah, forget to finish your pick. Oh, Sorry. So, yes. so we're going to have our first quadruple lock. I'm right. locking it as well <laughs> for Baltimore. I'm going 20 to 10. I just don't trust that Denver offense. If Baltimore has something to prove this week after losing to Jacksonville. Yeah. Yes, they do. And in gutsy fashion, by the way, uh, Doug Peterson going for that. And that, that play call was interesting, just going with an out to Zay Jones. It looked like there was nobody else. It was just one-on-one, -on -one and that was it. But yeah. they got it. Anyway, yeah, my score is 22-14. Uh, Pat, next game we got is going to your division, your old division, man, Packers and Bears. Aaron Rodgers says he's going to go in this game. Justin Fields, we don't know about. Justin Fields has certainly been making a name for himself, yeah. looking amazing out there. So the game is in Chicago where apparently Aaron Rodgers owns. So will he own him this Sunday? Yeah, I think he don't bounce back this week because if, if uh, Justin Fields ain't playing, I got to get on road with the Packers. But it's still going to be a tight game down there. It's always hard to play down there in a – in, in uh, Chicago, so I'm mm -hmm. I'm say 14 10. Okay, all right, so yeah, low scoring game, yeah, okay, Green Bay 14 10. All right, what do you think? Thank you. I'm going Green Bay 21 17. Like you said, it's always a tight game, especially this time of year in Chicago. Yeah. See, I think it's Green Bay, also, you know, I, I don't like that. That we all think it's Green Bay, maybe, but if Trevor Simeon is the quarterback, then I feel very confident that they should be able to run the ball all over the place. Although we hear that AJ Dillon now is questionable all of a sudden. Um, I'm not sure if he got hurt in practice today or something like that because this is brand new information. But I got Green Bay 26-19, uh, Nikki. Yeah, I have Green Bay too. But now I feel like uh, maybe not. No, is this going to be like Nathan Peterman and Jordan Love game? Because, you know I mean? Oh, my goodness. No, That's it. Aaron Rodgers said he's going to play. So. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we'll see. Uh, I have a 28-26. 28. All right. So some points scored. I like it. Okay. All right. Here's a weird game that could be exciting and fun and great to watch, and that's the Jaguars Lions. So if you want points, you're probably going to get them in this game, and I'm predicting a lot of them, Pat. I got 30-28. I'm going with Detroit in this one. I like the fact that 
They've been playing really well for the past three, four, five weeks. Actually, and you know, could have been on a four-game winning streak. They almost beat Buffalo. Um, I think they will take care of business. Although I do like how Jacksonville did play against Baltimore last week. I'll see how they come off it. But you know what, Pat? Give me the, give me the lines. 30-28. But uh, I think Detroit's gonna win because I always love Detroit. I love Detroit Lions all year, so I think they're gonna win 35-28. All right, all right. Pat, me on Detroit. What about you, Nikki? I'm going to go Detroit. I have a 29-28. So I have it very okay. close. We like right. some points being scored. D, is it a quad? Yes, sir. It's a quad, quad, quad vector. <laughs> <laughs> Detroit as well. Uh, I'm going to go 24-20 Detroit because, like you said, Detroit's been more consistent. Jacksonville had that one good game against Baltimore, but besides that, very inconsistent this year. Yeah, good quarter. You know, I mean, yeah. not even like that good of a game. I mean, to be honest, that's true. I, I thought Baltimore was going to pull away, and then right. somehow they just let Jacksonville stay around again. I mean, it's, let's. I don't want to go off too much of a tangent again, guys. But Baltimore, they did it again. They keep blowing these big leads. Pat, that's another thing. Have you like? Can you even put yourself in a situation that you can remember where you had the offense blowing leads for you like that? No, I'm big, big, big up because once the offense gets a lead, we don't keep it. If you just lead like Baltimore McDonald, it's their defense. <laughs> Yeah, they yeah. lost a lot of games. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, it's really unbelievable stuff. Like, like crap. I don't know how Baltimore's doing that. They disappear offensively in the fourth quarter and the defense goes to sleep. Don't know how it happens. But, yeah. all right. Hey, look, here we go. The Deshaun Watson Bowl is on. We have the Browns going to the Texans. It's amazing how the NFL lined this one up perfectly that Deshaun Watson would go yeah. play with Houston Texans in his first game back. But that's what's happening, Damian. So, what do you think? Yeah, I got Cleveland uh, 30 to 10. Houston looks like they are just in the day one, two, three Cancun, like they're ready to go home. (laughs) (laughs) Give me Cleveland 30 to 10 in this one. Yeah, uh, you know what? Houston has a little fight. And when they went down 30 to nothing, they actually still played and managed to score 15 points. I'll give them some credit. So, you know what? Maybe they'll score a couple of points against uh, Cleveland. You know what? Maybe not. Not too much. I got Cleveland 20 to 6. I think Deshaun Watson just getting his feet wet and the defense will show up. And they're lucky that they're playing Houston. So I like them. What do you think, Pat? I got uh I got Cleveland 28 to 7 because I think they defense too strong for uh Houston. Because Houston, like he say, I think Houston ready to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Houston, they got they, they got a problem, no doubt. Nick, you know, I, that's that's the only team I don't watch. Yeah, for sure. I don't blame him. Uh, <laughs> if you need a good nap, watch Kyle Allen and the Houston Texans. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man! All right, Nikki, what are you thinking? This uh, Cleveland. Same. Uh, yeah, I have it to, uh, twenty to seven. I'll lock in Cleveland. Locking it. All right. So locking Watson in in his first game back. I can't wait to see it. I'm very excited just to see how he plays. I know how he's going to be received on the field, yeah. but I want to see how he plays and gets through that because honestly, every stadium that he goes to, he's going to get booed the entire game. And we just, that's yeah. how it's going to go. Except for yeah. Cleveland, of course. And you know what? Maybe in Cleveland as well, that will be interesting when they play a home game. I want to see the, the Browns fans reaction. That'd yeah. be very interesting. Okay. But that's a whole nother thing for another day. Let's go on to the next game, which happens to be the Minnesota Vikings hosting the red-hot New York Jets defense, and all of a sudden offense, they put it on Chicago last week. They got Mike White freaking at quarterback right now. Pretty amazing. Pat, this is your team. This is your game. Break it down. Who's going to win why? I don't think we're going to lose. I, I think the Vikings going to uh, uh, dominate that game 28 to uh, – to, it'll be 28-21. I think our offense, because it'll be hard for the stop Jefferson. I think Cousin they had that one bad game that we got the way, so I think – I think for, you know what I'm saying, he on out, we're going to play great. 
and our yeah, defense yeah. gonna step up. Yeah, the thing is that I don't like, you know, Sauce Gardner has been awesome all year, but he plays one side of the field. So, you know, they can keep Jefferson away from him. That'll be a very easy thing to do. Or, you know what, they can man him up as well because Jefferson is one of the best in the league in game. Yeah. You know that as well as anybody because he's been your offensive player of the year all year long. Yeah, no, nah, he definitely he was somebody who I expected to have a major year coming in. But I don't think he has a major game in this one. I'm going with the upset. I'm going with the Ooh. New York Jets in this one. <laughs> to, yeah, to beat the Vikings. I believe in the magic of Mike White uh, to come oh, through wow. for the Jets. So I'm going Jets 20 to 17. I love it. You got more guts than I do, man. I want to pick the Jets so bad. I'm like, yes, their defense is going to do this. They're going to do that. But at the end of the day, I feel like Minnesota just has too many weapons and they will make a play or two here or there that will get it over the hump. I don't yep. see Mike White lighting it up. So. I, I got to agree with Pat on this one. And it's not just because he's on the show. I'm going with Minnesota. And I got the score 18-17, Nikki. So I know how you love those. <laughs> so I, have it, I have a 24-20 Vikings. But um, I, I don't, you know, I would take the Jets in the three. I think the spread's three. So I, I don't hate that. If it was three and a half, I would take it. I'd feel a little more comfortable three and a half. So if yeah, I can find that line, maybe I'd grab Having that. that hook matters, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that hook is they up. That hook is important right there. You know it. You know it. All right, Nikki, this is your game right here. All right, you kick us off. So your Giants are hosting the Commanders, who, again, I remind everybody every week that we're on this show, they keep winning and winning and winning and winning, and now they're seven and five, and they're knocking on the door. Yeah, I know. But I think the Giants are going to come back re-energized. Like I said, Brian Dable said the season starts now. We're playing meaningful games in December. It has not happened in such a long time. Um, and to get some of these guys back healthy is really, really, really going to help. Um, Daniel Jones has only lost one time to the commander. So he's 4-1 and one against them. We tend to do well against them. If they want a legit shot at the playoffs, they're going to have to you know, win this game, win them or beat them at least once. So, yeah. Um, I hate to pick my own team, but I will well, here. I'm gonna go Giants 23, Commander 17. Well, you've been fair with it all year long, so I yeah. give you full credit on that one. You haven't, you know, and so is Damien, as a matter of fact. And you guys know that I am. I got, you know, not biased on this show when it comes to our teams. You know, we take care of business, and I, gosh, man, just watching. They keep grinding these games out, being yeah. in Washington. I feel like they may just grind out another one. I I, I got to pick Washington, and, and that's a lot because the Giants, their offensive line is so banged up. Like Nikki said, their whole team is so hurt right now. I, yeah. I got to take Washington in this one, 24-17, uh, Damian. Yeah, no, I like that pick. I'm going Washington as well. Their defensive line, oh. and, you know, Pat is here, so he could tell me he's been watching them. Their defensive line's been really, really playing well, and I think that that's going to be the difference in this game. So I'm going Washington 17-14. Yes. Oh, okay. There you go. So, what do you think, Pat? You think same thing? That defensive line, Chase Young coming back, they they knock you know rank it up a notch. Yeah, because because let me see. I like the inside the guy the guy from Alabama. You know what I'm saying? Both of them balls playing good. So I'm I'm going yeah. with Washington too. I'm going Washington yeah. about seven because them, them them big balls and in the, in the inside be playing great. I love watching them guys. But. Yeah, Allen Sweat. You know all those yeah. guys. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, they they have a very underrated line because Chase Young got hurt and people stopped you know thinking about them, but they forgot that the other guys are pretty damn good also. Yeah, so, yeah Allen and Pine playing great. Yeah. We have an awesome game next game as well. Even though the Titans just lost in Cincinnati again, which must leave a really bad taste in their mouth going back to last year. They need some revenge. Going to Philadelphia to play against the Eagles now. The Eagles are vulnerable in two spots, against the run and passing the ball up the middle. Now, the Titans, do they do throw the ball between the numbers, and they do run the ball a lot. 
I don't know if that's going to be enough to overcome what Philadelphia can do offensively, Pat. What do you think? I don't know, but uh, I think I think they're going to bounce back. Titans going to bounce back because uh, I think they're trying to run the ball, but but Philadelphia got some two big guys. They got Sue in the middle, and, and they got uh, my, my uh, guy played the Vikings over there. So I, yeah, Joseph. I, yeah, Joseph. So, yeah, so I think Philly's going to be able to stop him. So so I got Philly uh, winning twenty one fourteen. All right, all right. So Pat's going with Philly in this one. D, what are you going with? I'm going with Philadelphia as well, 27 to 14. I just don't trust Tennessee's offense to be yeah. consistent. And when you know the run is coming, that's when you could do more to stop it. Uh, so yeah. I'm going with Philadelphia in this one, and I'm locking it in. Locking it in. All right. Locking it in. And you know what? I understand that, Nikki, because it brings a good point. Like, if you know that you're running, I mean, look, he's still a brick shit house, as we know, freaking Derrick Henry. Yeah. is unbelievable. But you can lock up Darius Slay and you can lock up James Bradbury on the two corners. So, you know what? That gives you a big distinct uh, advantage over there, Nick, right? Well, I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to go Tennessee on this one. They have had the best run defense since week two. And the Eagles, mm, not so great. So, I think Derrick Henry's in for a big game. I'm going to go with this upset. Tennessee 23, Philly 20. Please, please, please let that happen. (laughs) And more guts than I do because I wanted to pick Tennessee in this game also. But I don't I usually that, pick upsets, but I'm just feeling it this week. So I think yeah. we got to remember that Jalen Hurts can really throw the ball well too, and AJ Brown is there, and Devontae Smith yeah. is there, and yeah, I know Dallas, all that. I just you're missing Dallas Goddard, but no, I look. Hey, look, I wouldn't be shocked if Tennessee won. Like I just said, yeah. I agree. Their run, their run defense is great. Their run offense is great, and Philly is vulnerable against the run. So if your pick could come through, and you'd be the only one to pick it. And that might give you the win this this week. That might actually do it right there for you. So we'll see. Either a gutsy call or a putsy call, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know, these coaches yeah, when they make a call. If it works, you're a genius. If it's not, you're stupid. That's right. <laughs> Let it be known. All right. Moving on to our next one. NFC West matchup. Seahawks versus the Rams. The game's in L.A. Aaron Donald may not even play in this game. We already know Stafford is out. Uh, to me, Seattle's got to bounce back and win this one. We know they can score. It's can they stop offenses, and this would be an offense to stop. I'm going to lock in Seattle on the road against the Rams, Damian. It's 24-17. Yeah, I definitely understand why you're doing that. The Rams have been absolutely horrible this year, and I see no upside in them getting better. Uh, So Seattle needs this win, too. Like, they need to get this victory with the way San Francisco's playing. So I'm going to go Seattle 24-13. All right. Yep, that makes a lot of logical sense right there, Pat. Seattle needs this game if they want to stay in the race right now. Yeah, I think Seattle going to win like uh, 2010 because I think the Rams playing like Houston. So I think the Rams ready to go home too. So I don't like why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. they ready to go home too. I mean, their Super Bowl hangover is lasted oh. a very long time. So they, they got a big hangover. So I'm, yeah. I'm <laughs> they drank way too much, man. Yeah. That must have been one hell of a celebration. God. Oh, sure. oh, Christmas. Jeez. So are we all on Seattle? Yeah, uh, I'm going to lock in Seattle as well. I have okay. a 28-17. Nice. Great minds think alike over there. All right, we got one, two, three, four, five games left to go. This is my game here, so I'll kick it off. Big game. This is one of the games yeah. of the week, guys. The Dolphins going to San Fran to play the Niners. Ooh. I mean, the coaches know each other. The players know each other. I mean, it's people are going to be putting on the wrong freaking jerseys, for God's sake. That's yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see it, man. It's going to be a, really a battle of – Strength on strength when you talk about Miami's offense against the 49ers defense. And then can the Niners get enough done against Bradley Chubb and the boys? And the way the Dolphins have been playing on defense lately, I think the 49ers can. 
So if Debo is healthy and ready to go and Ayuk is there, obviously, Kittle, we got the passing game down. If Jimmy is accurate today or, you know, on Sunday, Christian McCaffrey, beautiful thing. One of the best guys. You know what? Give me the 49ers. I think they're going to win this game. It's going to be close. 26-23, Pat. Do you have faith in my Niners to beat the Miami Dolphins? Yeah. I'm going to go 21-20. Uh, I think San Francisco going to win by, by a missed field goal. It'll be 21-20. Wow. They've been missing field goals all year, everybody. So I'm yeah. going 21-20. Now I like I see that's insight, that's prediction right there. That's some good stuff. That will be Pat. He's about to say Pat coming for your name, Prophet. Yeah, you coming yeah. for the prophet. <laughs> <laughs> this, oh, if that happens, we will play this back on the show next week. That for is sure. for damn sure. That is for damn sure. All right, Pat and I got my 49ers, Nikki. Um, yeah, sorry, I'm gonna go Miami here. I uh I, I just you know, the Niners are two and two against teams who have five or more wins. So and you guys have like beat up on some less than great teams. So I'm gonna go Miami 27, San Fran 24, and I like the over. Ah, and the over is what 46 in this game? I think so, yeah. Yeah, 46. Yeah, yeah, I think it might go over too. According to my score, I got it going over 26, 23. All right, Dave, D, what do you think? I'm going with Nikki. I'm going with Miami as well. Oh. Now, San Fran, they beat my Saints last week, but it wasn't very impressive. It was an ugly game on both sides, and that offense scared me because Saints defense hasn't really been that good this year. So if yeah. you guys only scored 13 against us, really kind of you know shook my confidence a little bit in you guys. So I'm going to go yeah. Miami 24 to 17. Think about the way I feel, bro. I'm bugging out right now over this thing. I, mean, I, I know. I'll be honest with you. This, this is why we need every single guy healthy because Jimmy yeah. simply cannot do it by himself. There's no way, no how in the world. We know that. We're not going to get into a sidetrack conversation about Garoppolo right now. That's certainly not going to happen. But I can see uh, Miami winning this game. Absolutely. I'm already fighting with people in my office because, Pat, I live down in Miami now. Well, I live yeah. in South Florida, not Miami. But I'm surrounded by Dolphin fans wherever I go. Wherever I go, I really am. There's a lot more now than there used to be. Now that Tua time has really come come along, and that was oh, hey, there's a lot more Jets fans up here in Jersey than I'm used to seeing. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know where you guys yeah. all came from, but why <laughs> isn't this Miami San Francisco game? Why isn't this Sunday Night Football? It should be either that mm -hmm. or the next game we're going to talk about. Why not the Chiefs Bengals? Right? Oh, I, I love yeah. this matchup. It's my new favorite this, one. Right? Then why don't you matchup. why don't you kick us off with this one? It's in Cincinnati, Nikki, and the Bengals. Uh, there, I think Jamar Chase is coming back this game. Yeah, yeah, you guys know I love Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. It's my fantasy duo matchup. I know this is my new favorite matchup. I love watching these two teams play. This is what the third time in like a year Recent or whatever, history, 11 months. Yeah, yeah. yeah, um, but the Chiefs struggle against the Bengals, that's what makes it so great. It's like, oh, yeah. um, hold on, there's this cool stat. I saw, okay, so Mahomes is 0 and 2 against the Bengals and 33 and 1 against everybody else. Isn't that crazy? Wow, <laughs> so with that, I'm gonna take Cincinnati, I'm gonna go 30, Chiefs 27. Okay, there we go, going with the Bengals, baby. I love it, I love it. You know what. I'm going to ride our coattails over there. I'm going with the Bengals also. I got them 20. Oh, wow. I do. I do. I'm not even going to go as far as to call it an upset. They match up well. Ruzan Roma, Anorama, excuse me, however you pronounce his name, for the Bengals defensive coordinator, he does scheme it up well against Mahomes in that group he over does. there. He's got the guys. He's got the speed. You got Hubbard and you got Trey Hendrickson, you know, on the defensive line over there, Pat. And you know how much that means. Yeah. I don't know. This is a tough game. The Chiefs, probably the better team, but – I feel like they win this game in Cincinnati. What do you think? 
I'm going the opposite score. I'm taking the same score, but switch it around. I'm taking the Chiefs third and and the Bengals. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. <laughs> they, they look. They're not the number one seed right now for nothing, Damian. Right. So what do you think? Yeah, now this is a very interesting game, but like you said, Cincinnati for some reason just matches up well against Kansas City, and they've always given them issues. And I feel like without Tyreek Hill there, they're going to give them even more issues offensively this time around. So I'm going with Cincinnati. Uh, give me Cincinnati 24 to 20. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Lone Ranger yeah. over there. Yep, that's right, Lone Ranger right now for the first time. I love it. I love it. Standing strong. Standing strong. Oh, my man. Okay. All right. Three more games to go. Here we go. Uh, AFC West, which is not AFC best, and that's what everybody thought it was going to be, and it certainly isn't. Yeah. The Chargers are playing way under par right now. They're going to play the Raiders, who the Raiders took them out of the playoffs last year, and the Raiders got in losing to those Bengals eventually in the wild card game. So Vegas is the home team in this one, Nikki. Mm-hmm. You gamble on the Raiders, or do you think that the Chargers and Brandon Failey are going to make a stand here? I don't know. I feel like this matchup is always goes to overtime, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> like like the the quintessential overtime game. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Chargers. I feel like they're finding their groove a little bit now. So I'll go Chargers twenty nine, Raiders twenty six. All right, Pat. She's going with the Chargers in this AFC West matchup. The Raiders are the home team. Will the Chargers get a win in the black hole? That's two bad teams, so I'm not gonna go get ready because they both ain't playing. Good, right? <laughs> so, 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 so I'm gonna go 21 14 Raiders. Right. Okay, all right, going Vegas. You know what? I'm going Vegas also, man. I just Ooh. for no reason, apparently. Yeah, you guys know I know the Raiders are totally fugazi, but I, Brandon Staley drives me absolutely insane, and I think he's gonna make dumb decisions. And I know that Josh Jacobs will have a huge huge game and i think that he will be the difference because the chargers cannot stop the run so i'll take vegas 31 to 28 d oh you're definitely right about josh jacobs i expect him to have a huge game in this one but i think the chargers can overcome it because it's not like the raiders could play defense so i'm going with the chargers <laughs> <laughs> 30 to 24 all right all right so we're all we're split right there we got two on vegas and two on the chargers so, all right two more games to go we got the Colts and the Cowboys Sunday Night Football. Like you said, they should have flexed this one out, but the yeah, Cowboys they, are American. They can flex it this time of the year, too. I don't understand yeah, why. Yeah, 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 they flex. It's, it's because it's the Cowboys. It's the only damn yeah, reason why. It's because yeah. the Cowboys. But that's pathetic. Bad reason. Don't like it. And you know what? I'm going to lock the game in because of it. Dallas is going to win this game handily. It won't be really that pretty, but they are just that much better than Indy right now that I have full confidence that Dallas will win this game at home. 23-14. Pat, what do you got? Yeah, I got Dallas winning too. I think Dallas playing at home. They got they playing at night game, so I got Dallas twenty-eight to fourteen. All right, so you got them winning pretty convincingly, also. Yeah. What do you think? <sighs> yeah, um, <laughs> uh, Dallas. I don't know what the score is going to be. <laughs> yeah, Dallas. Them. We just saw them on Thanksgiving. We wanted to see yeah. them again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go, D. You close it out. Yeah, we're on the same accord on this one. Dallas, I don't think it's a pretty game because the Colts do have a defense that can make it ugly, but Dallas will pull away eventually, I think, like in the fourth quarter. I'm going Dallas 21-10, to and I'm locking in Dallas. Locking it in. All right, no doubt, no doubt. One more game to go. Damien's game, Monday Night Football. The Saints, if they're going to have any prayer in the world of getting into the playoffs, then they have to (laughs) win this game and then, you know, wipe the table clean. I don't know if that's possible, but they do play the Bucks well, D. You know that. So the game's in Tampa Bay. What do you think happens here, bro? Yeah, we, we play the Bucks well when we're good. 
Uh, we're not good right now. <laughs> we're not good right now. Offense is absolutely horrible. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game because Tampa Bay is not really good either, but Tampa Bay yeah. wins this one uh, 14 to 10. Okay. You know, I'm on the same page as you, man. I got it 17 to 14. I think it's going to be real low scoring, and I think that Tampa Bay will just make that extra play or two that will end up winning them the game, Nikki. Yeah, I'm going to go Tampa Bay 23, Saints 21. All right. And, Pat, are you going Tampa Bay, too, or are you going against us? No, I'm going Tampa Bay 14-10, Saints go. We're going to be a close cut. They, yeah. And now one of them playing really good right now, so yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. All right. So, all right, we're all on Tampa on that one to close it out on the Monday Night Football game. My locks are Baltimore, Seattle, and Dallas. Damian's got Baltimore, Philly, and Dallas. Nikki, you got Cleveland, Seattle, and who's your other lock? I'm sorry. Who's your third? Baltimore. 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 Mm-hmm. That's right, right in the beginning over there. Yeah, Pat locked in Baltimore too. Uh, Pat, I got you down over here, so you're going to be part of okay. the show next week as well, man. Whether you're whether you're here or not, you're going to be part of the show because we're going to be talking about your picks as well, man. Yo, okay. this is really having you on, man. I can't thank you enough. This is just yeah, fantastic. thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate y'all having me, man. It's kind of exciting, man. Appreciate y'all having me. Oh, it was great, man. It was great. I mean, hey, hey, anything you want to leave us? I know you're not on Twitter. You don't. You're not the big on social media. But if there's anything that you know you want the people to know. Now is the time, my friend. Hey, no, shout out to my son. Uh, like he's an Arizona State receiver. He's a uh, first year down there. Like he red shirt this year, but but uh, like he'll be the man next year. So, All right, so everybody look out for him. Like he's them eighteen. A uh, right receiver, Pat Williams, the second. So so he'll be the man next year. Oh yeah. Okay, I'm about to say I'm I'm ten minutes away from Arizona State, so yeah, I'm gonna have to go to a game next year. Oh check yeah. Him out. Okay, yeah. That's, yeah. Look how beautifully this comes together, yeah. right? Now. You can't yeah. make this stuff up. That's what I'm talking about. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh wow, Pat! Now you see, I'm not a big college fan. Now, now you got me. Now, yeah, we're, now we're all, yeah, now we're all in. I can, sure. What number does he wear? Eighteen. Eighteen. Right. Okay. Yeah. Is that for is that for anybody? Is that for Jefferson or does? Is yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I go to a lot of Vikings game, and the man Jefferson talking. He always DM gloves and stuff. So yeah, that's his guy. Oh, oh that's, that's great, man. That's great. So the team is still good to you in that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool, bro. Oh, that's cool. Oh, oh, I could call Minnesota and get anything right now. I go to all. I, I could call, go to the game because, because me and my son going to the to the Giants game on on December twenty fourth. That's his Christmas present, oh, so he gonna go to the game. So we wow. we're going to the game. Right. Christmas. Yeah, so we're gonna spend I, our I love Christmas down there in Minnesota. Yeah, we're gonna spend our Christmas there. That's, That's beautiful, man. Now I love hearing. I love hearing teams take care of the guys that you know help them get to a certain spot and definitely play for a long time for them. I love hearing that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You put in hard work over there for what six years. You were in Minnesota, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I call Buffalo guys get it I need there too, man. All the guys like it's all about how you treat them, man. Like I treat everybody yeah. good, so all of them that and they so and they so the same respect back to me. So my trainers, my equipment guys, everybody, I I take care of all my guys. See, that's basic, basic lesson, right? Treat other people the way you would like to be treated. Yeah, I'll take care of all my guys. It's amazing what happens if you do that, right? What a world. Oh, yeah, yeah. what a world. (laughs) What a concept. (laughs) Well, Pat, you must have been an amazing teammate. Yeah, you must have been a great teammate in the locker room. You were a great teammate to us today, man. A million thanks, bro. Can't thank you enough. And, hey, hopefully we can do this again sometime soon. Yes, sir. Anytime, man. Anytime. All right. Thanks, Pat. Thank you. All right, y'all. Thank y'all. Bye. All right. Former pro bowler of the Minnesota Vikings and, again, played for the Buffalo Bills. Absolutely great to have him on. I'm glad that we got through the technical issues, guys, and we were able to have him on. So that was fantastic. He was a great guest. He was. No, that was awesome.
That yeah, was so that cool. Was great. And he hung in for the the picks too, which is yeah, awesome. yeah. And he Lots gave some insight. Stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it has to be Pat Profit. We'll see. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, no. I got you know the man looks good for. I don't know. I'm not going to give his age yet, but he you know we finished in 2010. Man looks good. Yeah, he can he can go in and give you five snaps. He can get five snaps. Play football yeah. this time. Right? All right. Well, maybe uh, Brian Dable and Joe Shane need to uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we need a few. Third, must they come in third down specialist? He's probably still yeah, got that. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> down for Christmas. So hey, let's, yeah. you know. Oh man, well that was that was really great stuff. I'm so glad that he got on. I was definitely nervous that he wasn't going to get on because of the. Uh, the technical issue, but we got through it and um so glad it happened. And yeah, we still have some more show for you guys. We got to do our best bets and we got to do our freaky fantasy football draft. So let's do it. D, what are some of your best bets you think this week? So for me, I like Buffalo minus four. I know you guys have it closer than that. So it probably won't be one that we pick, mm. uh, but I do like Tempe New Orleans under 40 and a half. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. Uh, so I like that one. Um, Detroit, Jacksonville. Jacksonville's favorite in that game. I don't know why, but <laughs> yeah, why is that? I'm with you. Yeah. I like Detroit a point and a half. I can, yeah. I agree with you already. Yeah, and honestly, just take them straight up on the money line. It's plus 100 yeah. on the money line. I like Detroit straight up. But why are they? Why are they home dogs? Why? I don't. I don't know. Is it Jacksonville just beat Baltimore? So they and it's more fresh in their minds. We just saw Jacksonville. Detroit was on okay. Thanksgiving. Maybe, Maybe that's okay. it. But yeah, I, I, I that screamed out at me. I was like, I thought I read it wrong when I saw it. I was like, what? Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm like, Detroit at home, like they they won three of their last four, and they almost beat Buffalo. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. What else? Yeah. And, uh, last one I like a lot is the under. I always Denver under every week. Uh, <laughs> Denver, <laughs> <laughs> Denver, yeah, Denver, Baltimore, thirty-eight and a half. Give me the under. Yeah, I like that. All right, so you guys both like that. I didn't. I don't think I looked too much at the over unders this week for some stupid reason. What? How much was it? Thirty eight and a half. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I kind of like that right there. That sounds pretty good, Nikki. What do you? Oh, you know about? Let's tell the people. And the only reason we lost our parpay last week is because the Jets decided to score freaking yes. thirty one points. That made <laughs> yeah. no yeah. sense whatsoever. We had the under in that game. It was thirty eight and a half. So yeah. we missed it by a couple of points. Otherwise, we would have parpayed you guys again. So. We're sorry that Mike White decided to like all of a sudden. <laughs> say, if, it, if Zach Wilson would have took uh, accountability the week before, we would have yes, got the You're right. Put him on here. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, we should have him on the show for the Wednesday therapy. You ain't kidding. <laughs> Right, so no, guys- I like I like Detroit. I like the Detroit. I like the yeah. under in Baltimore and Denver. I like the under in Giants, uh, Washington. I think it's 40. Feels like a field goal game really? to me. So I like the under there. Uh, I would take the Jets and the three. And uh, let me see. I'll go under Saints, Tampa Bay. Okay. So do you like the under in Saints, Tampa Bay as well, Jason? Mm-hmm. Oh. It was how many points again? 40 Four? and a half. Yeah, I mean, I got the score, 17-14, so why not? Um, and I do like Detroit. I, I, I got yeah, that. I, I think we agree on those two for sure. So the under and Tampa New Orleans and Detroit, Detroit, I like them straight up on the money line. Yeah, and they're getting a point and a half anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. Well, here's one that I think you guys would like. What about – I don't like going under on everything, but I think the Jets-Vikings under 46. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's one. That one's a little scary, right. just because 
just in case like Justin Jefferson goes crazy, right? Like I just in the case yeah. that happens, you know. It is that's one thing that scares me. I have it at 44. I'm uh no, I don't I don't know. I don't I don't like it. Yeah, I got it low. I had 35 overall points in that game. I got yeah, it. I had I have it 20 to 17. I had to just winning that one at 37 points. I'm still just scared about that one. You got it under, but you don't want to bet it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have it under, but we're not touching it. You know. Is there any way the Broncos' defense is good enough to make it an eight and a half point spread that they're getting? Broncos getting eight and a half against Baltimore. Uh, I got it. I got Baltimore winning by ten. Okay. Yeah, I have it twenty six thirteen. Yeah. One more, and then we're gonna have to agree on a third one. Um. If Justin Fields ain't playing and Rodgers is, I like the Packers three and a half. Mm, okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, Trevor Simeon, you know, former Saint and Bronco great. Isn't going <laughs> <Yeah>. to <laughs> isn't gonna, isn't gonna come through for you there. So I can, I can see that one. Um, what's the spread on, on Dallas and Colts? Is Dallas like 10? Is it something I crazy like that? Uh, no, it's only four points, which is – that doesn't make sense. Four? It's, yeah, it doesn't Dallas, make any sense. Dallas is only fair by four. Can you look it up? I think I looked I'm, it up. Yeah, well. I'm gonna look it up right now. Let's see. It sure is eleven. Oh, oh did I, I looked at. I'm sorry. I looked at something way different than I don't know what I looked at. Eleven. Eleven. Wow. Hey, all three of us like Cincinnati. Do we want to put our money to it though? Oh, yes. What's what's the line <laughs> of that game? Uh, let me Whoa. see. Cincinnati. Uh, one and a half over under is fifty three. So since he's favored one and a half, interesting. Let me check. I'm surprised. Yeah, I still okay. like it. I think the, I got him winning by four. Yeah, I, I got him winning by four as well. So we want to take the upset and put our and put our money where our mouth is on this one for the par pay. I think we should. Okay. Yeah. Hey, we we picked it. We might as well go for it then. All right. All right so. so for the three, we want to go Cincinnati, Detroit, and then the under for the Saints and Bucks game. Yep. yep. And the under was 40 points, right? Yeah, 40 and yep. a half. That that hooks that hook matters sometimes. We won one week on a hook. <laughs> it does. We've been doing pretty good lately for the most part. Again, that yeah. I can't believe that Jet uh Chicago game went over. That just didn't Zach make Wilson any sense. screwing us up. We're <laughs> doing yeah, no I say, if we had if it was Zach Wilson out there, they'd have won like 17-10. <laughs> we <were> fine. Yeah. <laughs> Mike White just went out there and lit it up. <laughs> I know what the hell. <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. But all right. Hey, I'm glad the Jets got a win. Okay, so that's our par pay for this week. We hope to get you par pay, baby. So all right, time to finish her out with the freaky fantasy football draft. And since I did win this weekend, let me go to these standings real quick again to remind ourselves. Hi. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I got my sixth win this week. Nikki's got three. D's got two. The weekly records, me and D are tied at six. Nikki got three, and Nikki is killing us in the team record. She has yeah. 63 wins. D, you got 54, and I got 51. I, there's no way I can no, back no, that. First, the first annual team draft, Nikki is killing it right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad it's a, this is going to be a permanent thing, though. I'm going to be coming for Nikki's neck for the next 30 years. On this. <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys are. I know it. I love it. I love it. All right, well, time to do a freaky fantasy football draft. Oh, it's um, getting rough out here with this freaky yeah. fantasy draft. Yeah, I mean, God. It, it was it was rough. really rough trying to go through this weekend, pick players, and I'm oh. like, hopefully I don't get swiped because the backups to <laughs> are really getting slim to you know yeah. other options out here. I'm saying, man. Well, I'm gonna pick my quarterback first. I'm gonna go first, Nikki. You're gonna go second. D. You're gonna go third. 
Um, in this, uh, I want to do this. Yeah, where's the game? Um, where the hell did it go? I was just looking at the fucking game. Detroit and uh, there it is. Detroit and Jacksonville. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Trevor Lawrence, a quarterback. I think that he should probably have a good game against that defense over there. And yeah, I'm gonna take yeah. Trevor Lawrence. I think this might be a good week to do it. So, Nikki, that's my first pick. It's my quarterback. I am going to gamble so big right now, <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, I'm Uh-oh. gonna take Mike White. You really? Oh, okay. That is a gamble. Yep. That I'm is going a gamble. Wow. I know, but Minnesota doesn't really have a good defense, so. No, they don't. They, act, you know what? Honestly, they're really not that good against the pass. They're not. They're, they're not. not. So that it, it, it's a sensible pick. I mean, if they can possibly do what they did last week, they should be able to. I mean, they did it in a, in a freaking downpour, a torrential yeah. freaking down. It, wow. I mean, really, I'm scraping the bat- bottom of the barrel here. I mean, you really are. I mean, there are <laughs> other quarterbacks you can pick, but no. Oh so uh, no, but it's matchup too. No, it's a good matchup. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, it is a good really matchup. Is. All right. Well, we'll see. I mean, maybe paper. I'll get it wrong. We'll go. Maybe well, it's a pro bite. We'll see. Maybe, maybe it's right. Anyway, D, you get two picks now. Uh, so for the quarterback, I'm gonna go quarterback and tight end right here. Not a popular pick, but this is just football. Give me Deshaun Watson and David and Juco for a tight end. So all right, I had right. him last week. So <laughs> know what he can do. That one-handed catch he had too. Oh, long. that was sick. Fourth <laughs> down game. Game on the line. That's that's Let's the thing that, with these catches now. Yeah, there's like the the guess the best ones we've seen so far have been fourth down with the game on the line, and these guys right. make these one-handed catches. Crazy. Very, it's amazing. Just amazing. These athletes, man. Something else. Yeah. I'm tell you. All right, Nikki, it's your turn. You have your quarterback, um, wide receiver, running back, tight end, defense. Mm, let's see. Let me get. Let me get a gander here. Oh, I don't know. Let me see. Oh, uh, you know what? Give nope. me Keenan Allen. Yeah. Okay. Oh, forgot he was healthy now. That's a good pick. <laughs> he is healthy. You can all use him at some point. All right. I get two picks. Let me go with – I'll take Jamal Williams. Oh, great pick. I, I picked him early this year. Oh, good pick. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. When you say that, it means a lot. It really does. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm also going to go with um, hmm, with Deshaun Watson in town. Maybe Amari Cooper has a big day. Oh, okay. No, I thought that, but it's like, uh, so, you the, don't know yet. Yeah, well, you don't have to game. worry about it. Yeah, I'm gonna it's the first game. game. I was thinking about that, too. But I was like, it's against Houston. If I'm going to take him, might as well take him now, you know? Yeah. 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 And, yeah, I think that Cooper would be on the receiving end of a lot of these. So I'll take a chance. I'll go with Cooper. Why not? I'll take a chance. So, oh, Nikki, you got uh, – you're up. So you got Mike White and – oh, my God. Who, and Keenan Allen. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right, let's let's just go with uh, Rashad White too. Let's just <laughs> why not? Let's just keep it going. Why not? I like it. I think it's a good pick. The Saints defense is not the same right now, so yeah, you know, I get it. All right, um, so D, now you got two picks. You got your quarterback and your tight end, and it's just football. We know we agree. Uh, I am going with uh, Brian Robinson for okay. my running back. Uh, great story. Great to see him playing well and on the field. Yeah. He made a nice speech in the locker room last week, too. Oh, he had a really wow. good speech where, you know, he was saying how grateful he was and where everything was a couple of months ago, a few months ago, whatever. And, yeah, his teammates were, you know, all about it. So, pretty cool yeah. moment. And I'm going with the running back against the Giants. Last week, I picked the wrong one. I should have went with Zeke, and I went with Tony Pollard. And Zeke had, had the big day. 
<laughs> so yeah. hopefully Brian Robinson, I picked the right one this time. But with my luck, it's going to be Gibson that goes. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, for my wide receiver, I'm going to go DK Metcalf. Okay. Yeah, they were the, they were connecting pretty nice. Gino to Metcalf, Gino to Lockett last week. It was looking pretty good. So I can see that happening. All right, Nikki, you got Mike White, Keenan Allen, and Rashad White at running back, who seems to be the lead guy now in Tampa. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my god it's so rough here at tight end. i can't uh i guess give me gerald Everett. i don't think i've taken him yet okay, okay. chargers raiders uh yeah i can see that that makes sense okay now i gotta clean mine up with uh tight end and a defense my tight end this week will be Will be I'll go all right. I'll go Fryermuth this week. Fryermuth. <laughs> you have to say it with yeah. the accent. You have to. Definitely sounds like some of us. They came from a rich family that has like yeah, three right, teams. right. Caviar, <laughs> <laughs> Patrick. Uh, yes, you so. probably live in a house like your background there, or that yeah, is exactly. Your yeah, I've sold this to the Fryermuths. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. See, I'm actually going to take your defense because I, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I, you never know. Uh, Brady could mess up around. I, I know they're going to sack him. That I can tell you right now. So yeah, they'll, they'll get there points sure. there. Yeah, so nah, that's not a bad pick. Against Tampa Bay, we always tend to get at least an interception, play well. Yeah. And we we yeah. did play pretty well against the 49ers. Our offense just absolutely stunk. But that's, our defense was okay. Yeah. <laughs> in all honesty, you guys should have won that game too. You were in the ten within the 10-yard line twice and one time yeah. you know stop on down. I'm, I'm still time. seeing that Camara play in my dreams. Oh my god. <laughs> I leapt up out of my chair. I couldn't believe it. I was so happy when that happened. Hufunga. I remember yeah. like kind of like busting on Hufunga, the 49 safety yeah. at the beginning of the year. I'm like, who is this guy? Who is he? He's like one of the top three safeties in the freaking league. Yeah, he's a freaking human missile. That's what he is. Oh my god. <laughs> It's great. All right. Anyway, Nikki, you got to close it out with a defense. Uh, give me the Bucks defense. All right. I was thinking of going that way too. I'm like, Bucks? Swipe <laughs> <laughs> you? You did swipe me. I definitely was going to take uh, him against the Saints for sure. I'm like, anybody uh, for three interceptions. Swipe you. Kamara's going to fumble right before he gets to the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not again. Uh, definitely swipe me. But uh, my second pick, I'm going against the Giants this week. I'm taking the Commanders defense. Oh. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. I see how it is. <laughs> line against the Giants, the offensive line right now. That's that's a solid pick. Shut makes up. a lot of sense. Shut up over there. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Really you know, it's so funny. We haven't seen her like stressed out in this type of way, where it's like playoff right. stuff is on the line. Right. Yeah. And right. like it really matters. This is fun. Like, and I, yeah. I'm the guy who just gets to relax. My team is technically still in it, but I, I stopped caring about three weeks ago about the Saints. Yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah. just, I guess just relax and watch, and watch you guys squirm in your seats. This is fun. Well, okay. <laughs> who's gonna, who, let's, before we get off here, who, like, we know that the Eagles are going to be in and Dallas is going to be in, right? We know that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we know the 49ers are going to be and they're going to win their division. Yeah. Then Minnesota wins theirs. So that's four, like, for sure, right? Yeah. Then. It gets tricky because you need a winner from the south. So let's. I, think, you want to I say, still think it's going to be Tampa Bay. I think okay, Tampa Bay. So let's gonna say it's Tampa. That's five. Now you got two spots left, right, Nikki? Mm -hmm. The Giants are there right now, and Washington's there right now. 
this game is so important this week. Yeah, it really is. They said that if the playoffs ended today, just for the NFC East, so Philly's the one, Dallas is the five, Giants are the six, Commanders are seven. Okay, there you go. And the 49ers would be what three or Um, yeah. Oh, you just the East. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. right. The four nines would be three because they'd be behind Minnesota. Minnesota, correct, yeah. correct. And then the South winner, you know, Tampa Vegas, they would be four. But who can come? Is there a team like so? Seattle, Seattle. Right okay, Seattle because they're six and five. No, um, yeah, six and five now. Yeah. yeah, six and five, right? Yeah, six yeah. and five. So Seattle's there. Atlanta, I don't take them seriously. Don't look Atlanta as far as a wild card. I wouldn't take them seriously, but if Tampa say the Saints, you know, give Tampa Bay and happen to win that game, which isn't crazy because the way they play each other, yeah. If the Saints win that game, Atlanta's right back in and it has a chance. Yeah, but I think only a division winner is coming out of there. I don't think a wild card is coming out. No, not a wild card. No, just a, so say there's no wild card out of the eight. I'm sorry, the NFC South. I are we saying the only outside team is Seattle? Is that it? I mean, Detroit mathematically can actually get in. Yeah, well, like them and Green Bay both still yeah. have a chance if they go on, on runs, right. still have yeah. a chance. Um, so it's definitely up in the air when it comes to those teams as well. I, if, like, say Detroit wins the next two games and it's like, oh, okay, we're starting to see something. We can yeah, put yeah. them in the conversation for real as far as that. Um, Nikki, do you right, think that, oh, I'm sorry. Do you go ahead and finish? I'm, my, no, my, but for right now, I'll be most worried about the NFC East teams and Seattle, those four teams battling for those last three wildcard spots. You see, yeah, that's what I wanted to ask Nikki. Like, how comfortable do you feel right now that the Giants need to really go, what, three and th- – They got to win three three more. They got to win three. And they got mm-hmm. what? How many left? It's five games left? Two against Washington, two against Philly. What else have we got in there? Uh, Colts and Vikings, I think. Yeah. Right. Ooh, that's, that's, that's five. That's five games that are very, very losable. There, I know. Yeah, yeah. So they gotta and win. Seven and three, right? Seven and four. Seven and four. I'm so okay. So yeah, they, they gotta, gotta go. Yeah, this uh, it's not easy. Not yeah. used to this. I'm not used to uh, meaningful <laughs> uh, December games here. I don't know what to do with myself. It's been a while. <laughs> Seattle could be sneaky and come in there, or maybe even the oh, Lions yeah. got. Okay, this should be interesting. All right, okay. maybe even Saints. Saints. Yeah, we we have some crazy outside <laughs> shot, but I'm, I'm not. I'm definitely not holding my breath on us at all. Yeah. But, <laughs> what like Pittsburgh last year? Right? They needed like yeah. some crazy shit to happen. It was yeah. like the tie had to happen. Something else. This that. I mean, yeah, they got really in. Never know. They got in and just wasted a playoff spot. That's what yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh did last that's year. That's really what happened. Because they just got shellacked in the first round. What a yeah, it was, it was a waste of time <laughs> for sure. But you talk about the Giants. San Francisco's not solidified yet because Seattle's right behind them. So this game is Yeah, well, you really yeah. think Seattle's a shot at that division? You think they're good? I mean, because I they're playing because they're playing the Rams this week. I think we all agree they're going to beat the Rams. So yeah. with you guys playing the Dolphins, that's a tough game. You guys could definitely pull it out, especially if that run game gets going. You guys could pull it out. But we all can see Miami winning that game as well. So then that's when it really gets really gets really tight if Seattle wins and San Francisco loses this week. And see Miami winning. And the 49ers are, are like a, a game and a half because they had beaten yeah. Seattle already. So, you know, they play again in a couple of weeks, I think, or whatever it is. Yeah. So we'll see. We have, yeah, 7-4, 6-5, and – yeah, that's really it. I mean, I mean, the Lions are four and seven, and we're talking about them as now. Nah, Washington yeah, and the Giants, 
Washington Giants, they both got seven wins. They both should make the playoffs, but we'll see. Anyway, this was great. I would, also, like, I would love to see all three wildcard teams be NFC East teams. That would be crazy. Me too. I think yes. they'd be great. <laughs> Nobody would have thought that at the beginning of the yeah. year. I thought I, I did have Washington actually go. I know you guys don't remember, but we can play the tape back. I had Washington going ten and seven, but I didn't have them making the playoffs. But I thought they were going to be a ten win team. So yeah, I'm not no, really I do remember you saying that. Yeah, so now that's a that's a great call right there. That's one you'll be able to brag about in the, the year for sure. There you go. I need some of that because I'm going to be eating a lot of crow at the end of the year for sure. <laughs> I'm sure we all are. Uh, well, it's getting late. It's getting to be that hour. Yes, I have to hop on another show. I know, I know. You got to go. You got to go, Nikki. So give you a quick shot. Tell everybody what show you're going to be on so they can go watch you right now. Yeah, like literally directly, like right now after I hop off of here, uh, I'm going to go on Rio Robinson's show. I guess like he just couldn't get enough on Monday. So he wants to battle it out again. <laughs> Commanders, Giants. Here we go. Real quick, my rundown. Monday night rush hour. It is. We moved it to seven o'clock. Uh, it's like this show six or seven o'clock it is for the fans a stream yard link is tweeted out and it's on instagram so anybody can just pop in if they want to tuesday's new york giants rush wednesday i am here of course sunday is channel side bets but tomorrow i am on a another podcast uh so and i forget the name but i will tweet it out <laughs> <laughs> just not mentioned it <laughs> just i i had it and then i was like uh okay let me let me let me find it because that is like so, so but for the cool rush show you said on instagram is it on your instagram or you guys have a separate cool rush instagram? yeah no, no no it's on i tweet the link online too so you can just click on it and then you can just go right into Streamyard. oh so tomorrow is martin luther kane's pound show so I will, oh, that's what oh, I would be all right. doing. All right. Well, that's interesting. What is his name Martin Luther King or is it? I, I, we'll find <laughs> out. But it's another Commanders Giants show. So. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> Nikki, give yeah. yourself a break once in a while. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, I've, 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 I've been there where I've done too many shows and definitely just my brain just shut down. Oh, so yeah, yeah you well, definitely yeah. got to make sure you, you take that time for sure. Yeah, Listen, I, I don't think don't, I'm doing. Don't anything. take it personal if Nikki or D says no. They just have a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Don't take it personal. There's yeah. a lot of things that are going Not on. personal. Right? D, you got a lot of stuff going on. Tell them. Uh, yes. So, of course, my baby is the real deal with Damian Adams dropping each and every week. Uh, we did an episode on Monday night where we talk about everything <laughs> like NFL, NBA. You know, NBA is now getting kind of deep into the season. So we did our top five MVPs on the episode. We did our three quarter ish review of the NFL season, even talked about the Jerry Jones stuff with his picture emerging from 1957. And we dive into that and everything else. So uh, good episode. You guys should go check that out. Uh, GSMC Boxing Podcast. That one dropped uh, this morning. So for my fight fans out there, go check that one out. I have my theory on how to fix the business of the UFC and boxing and how they're both kind of on the extreme side of things and how we can be in the middle and fix combat sports. So go hear my theory on that. Of course, third and three podcasts every Wednesday night. Check us out. And uh, the GSMC basketball podcast will be back this week as well. So like I say every week, man. You see Nikki right there with the pink matching with the, the lips and the shirt matching yeah. with the blonde hair looking nice. It's because she listens to my show. And next thing you know, yep. her skin is glowing. The yep. lips are popping. The shirt's nice. Yes. It's because she listens to my show. You got Jason here with the full head of hair 
yes. looking this luxurious right now is because he <laughs> listens to my podcast. So go ahead and mm-hmm. listen to my podcast, The Real Deal with Damian Adams, the third and three podcast, GSMC Boxing and GSMC Basketball. And you will stay looking young and looking just great like my co-hosts do. All right. Ah, man. <laughs> Coming from the young one himself, young yes. and wise beyond his years, this guy, no doubt about it. Much respect for my both of my co-hosts. Love you guys and had a great time. Another great show, Third and Three Podcast. We rock out every Wednesday night, 7 o'clock Eastern. And yeah, the Power 32 Podcast League, we're doing a lot of bets. I went 11-5 and five against the spread last week. So if you listened, you made money. I didn't do good on the par pay. No, that did not come through. But you made money. Went 11 and 5, so keep listening. I'm better against the spread than I am against the freaking just picking. Me too. I'm telling next year we're going, we're, we're picking against the spread. We're picking against the spread. That's it from now on. And the yeah. winner will be just a bonus if we actually get that right. That is yeah. <laughs> because I'm telling you, there's and Vegas is just unreal. Like they had the spread with uh, Green Bay and Philly at six and a half, it was seven. I mean, there was so many, so many like that this weekend where they had the spread exactly where it was supposed yeah. to be just unbelievable so yeah those those guys and girls in vegas know what they're doing they so. know they exactly do. what they're doing <laughs> very very smart they're very smart anyway so i try to keep up with that business so power 32 coming to a theater near you but it is sporadical it's at different times so i'll let you know about it when it happens and yes guests are invited as always so with all that being Ooh. said you shall catch my co-host, well, one of them right now on another show. She's right going to go. He's doing it in probably 15 minutes, and I'm going to probably take a nap because I'm tired. <laughs> and i got to go to work tomorrow. We love you guys. Third and three, we're out of here. Nikki, give him the wave. Bye, guys. Yeah. Bye.